Hello and welcome everybody to the EnviroCast. My name is Christopher Cordero, a same friend student and artist that cares a lot about the environment. And also a part due to my previous environmental teacher here, Mrs. Scorpio. Uh, she was a fantastic teacher, though sadly I could not contact her to be a part of this. Joining us in her stead are my friends Lizzie and Julian, who are president and vice president respectively of the environmental club in this school. What we're talking about here today is the environment and how we treat it. This is a very big issue to tackle and something that affects every last one of us. It's what sustains us and every other species on here. Despite that, since society is industrialized, we've been growing in a carbon footprint. While quality of life has improved, the environment has suffered. We've ignored our responsibilities to protect the earth for too long and need to change our course, not just as individuals, but as a society. I have a few things I would like to say here. Starting off small, we have the discovery of the rice's wheel recently. Sounds nice, right? Well, the reason this discovery was finally confirmed was due to the p death of one with p because of plastic stuck in its gut, leaving it to wash up in the Everglades. And despite being just discovered, it's already considered endangered, likely due to the same plastic that killed it. In talking about trash in the ocean, it's hard not to mention the Great Pacific Garbage Patch, which is probably the largest monument to our failures to protect the environment. Plastic waste in such a large amount creates small islands from the force of the currents pulling it all together. Not to mention that about 70% of marine debris sinks, so there's likely even more on the ocean floor. Now, my final topic on this is... Going for our interviews, global warming. I think this needs no explanation, but I'll go over it. Since the mid-19th century, we've been creating a rapidly increasing amount of greenhouse gases, causing both degradation of the atmosphere, which lessens our protection from the sun, and the greenhouse effect, which traps more heat on Earth. This has been slowly escalating issues for many freezing ecosystems like Antarctica, causing ice sheets to shrink and glacial retreat which affects all of us since that water starts right that water from the ice sheets and glaciers starts raising sea levels leaving us in Florida at particular risk now for our interviews well since both of you are two very big proponents of the environment what event or realization, if any, caused this? So, um, back in like 2018, I was on like Instagram looking through my feed and I just saw this picture of like a seal caught in like this plastic wiring. Mm -hmm. And I pressed on the account and I just saw a bunch of these animals being caught in like human waste and like things that humans had obviously discarded in the ocean and on land. And I just felt like it wasn't fair how um, humans are so reckless and how humans use so much resources that it harms wildlife, it harms marine life. And I thought that there needs to be like more awareness, there needs to be more education towards um, protecting the environment and protecting the place that we call home. Because, you know, this was like their home before it was ours in reference to animals so that's really where it started for me where i became very conscious of like what i do to help the environment and conscious of what impact i want to make on um, helping the environment and specifically helping um like marine life and like cleaning the oceans because that's really important um especially since we live in miami and our proximity to the ocean is 
super super close and it's literally our backyard so like we need to start locally where we live to make an impact anywhere else so that's kind of where it's all started for me and now i am the same way i try to do my best to um help the environment in any way i can but it's honestly it has to be an effort from everyone so the reason i'm pro environment is because um i love life and i love nature and i find it horribly disgusting that people are trying to take that nature away from us what do you think could be our first steps to cleaning monuments to our failures to protect the environment like the great pacific trash patch uh i think government needs to get involved if we're going to keep our if we're going to keep our uh, world cleaner we need more government incentives we need more government laws that a lot that allow for us to that allow for us to get the earth cleaner okay so um like i said before um it honestly there's nothing we could do right now that could cause like a huge change it needs to be a bunch of little mini changes that lead up to something big you know if every person decided that they weren't um gonna purchase like plastic for a week or they decided that they were going to try to live more sustainably if every single person did that at least like once a week or like twice a month there would be noticeable changes and the same thing with like um doing beach cleanups and like stuff like that if a bunch of people did that a little bit in their life like every week or every month like twice or three times a month then that then we would see change but there's nothing that we can do right now because honestly the biggest polluters are companies and large corporations that like emit fossil fuels and like um cause oil spills like stuff like that that we can't really control but we can't control the things we do in our daily life so i think the first steps um as people right now is to like do things like um reducing how much meat we eat you know like because with the amount of meat that everyone consumes especially in developed countries where like meat consumption is huge if people were to like eat a vegan meal twice a week or like once a week that would like significantly reduce the amount of like carbon emissions we have in the air because meat production has like one of the biggest carbon emissions out there so that's like like things like that like small things like um limiting our use of plastic um limiting our consumption of meat you know um things like that that if a bunch of people did it Oh, and stuff like also um, carpooling, little stuff like that, choosing to ride a bike over cho choosing to use your car. I know it's hard since like also we live in Miami and like you can't go anywhere without a car, but stuff like that, like carpooling with your friends. So you reduce the amount of like fuel you have to use and like stuff like that and like riding a bike or like walking somewhere if you can just to like keep our environment and keep our air quality the best we can. Just stuff like that that um, is small, but it makes a big impact if there are many people doing it at like um, a consistent rate. So I really think that needs to be like something that people integrate into their lives so that everyone can like make a change to um, better our environment. And our final question. Do you two think that sacrifices to our lifestyle is necessary to lessening issues like global warming? Absolutely. Um, if the government isn't gonna, isn't gonna help us, then we definitely need to, then we definitely need to uh, make sacrifices to help with issues like global warming, like don't drive it, don't drive everywhere, uh, start walking more often, uh, unplug devices that you're not using when they're not in use. Uh, those are just some examples that I, that I think we could, that I think we could do to, to, to help out the environment. Honestly, yes, but no, because it's hard 
to it's hard to make someone change who they are you know like i'm someone who i'm not vegan i'm not vegetarian but i do attempt to eat a vegan or vegetarian meal once or twice a week because i know that meat consumption is a very big um um contributor to carbon emissions in the air and stuff like that that harms our environment and our air quality so I think people should be conscious and want to make change with not necessarily having to make big sacrifices to their lifestyle. You know, maybe like editing their lifestyle or like adding things to their lifestyle, not necessarily like going vegan, going vegetarian or like doing carpool all the time, not using your car. Of course not. I wouldn't ask anyone to do that. But I do think people need to modify their lifestyle and do things that better the environment, improve the environment, because this is our only home. So stuff like um, choosing to ride a bike or choosing to eat a vegan meal once or twice a week or choosing to go to a beach cleanup instead of going to like a party one day and then going to a party next week. Like stuff like that, that doesn't necessarily sacrifice your lifestyle, but it does help and it does like change it a little bit. But I don't think people need to like drastically improve, like change their lifestyle to better the environment because it's honestly your life and you can live it how you want. But we should be conscious to where we live and how we live and how sustainably we are living because we're getting to a point where like the earth cannot sustain the earth cannot like sustain all of the waste we are producing and all of the harm we're causing it so i think people should just be wary of that they should be very um trying to like improve the environment but not necessarily having to sacrifice all the stuff they want to do so yeah stuff like that where um you make little changes little modifications but not necessarily just going fully vegan going like making it a huge drastic change after you did it thank you julian thank you lucy for coming here and letting me interview you and thank all of my listeners for coming and listening to me. I hope you all have a nice day. Goodbye.